0: Hello everybody and welcome to another MWA official podcast. Happy New Year! I'm, my name is, of course, Cruz, the MWA World Champion, and joining me this time, um, for the, I guess, first time on a podcast or just, like, in a voice chat. Well, not the first time, but first major time. Um, it's Milky! Oh, uh, hello. How are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm doing pretty well. This isn't the first time you've heard my voice, so...
0: No, I was—I was thinking. The further I got into that sentence, the more wrong I realized it was. But uh, (laughs) you know, it it still has been a few years. I think I can't remember when the last time was.
1: I I just remember the call with Drix, Minnie, and you. That's about it, though.
0: Yeah, I think that was it. Not not a—not a—not
1: a memorable one, but.
0: Hmm. Well, we're here now, and uh, I mean, I guess you're fully retired from Minecraft Wrestling now. God. Yeah, you're, you're like, done. <laughs> What's that like?
1: Um, it started to get, well, originally I just intended to stop by Heatwave, but obviously not everyone wanted to step up, I'll just say that right now, but... Um, I was willing to do it for as long as I could, and it started to get a bit, uh, you know, a bit annoying, and I just didn't feel like doing it anymore. So, yeah, by execution, I was ready to just, just stop. And luckily, uh, Maddie, Mem, and Kong were willing to do it. So,
0: yeah. So um, we have this. We have this question on the podcast. Uh, we're bringing it back for the Christmas or well, the holiday special. So, uh, what do you think of Raging Rich's hair?
1: Well, I kind of have to be careful because he knows where I live. So, uh,
0: <laughs> And you're in the same I'm state. I'm only right? a few hours away.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I've only seen him with his blue hair. I know that he had another color, but mm. uh, I guess it's okay. I mean, it didn't really add anything. I, mean, I don't think it really made him stand out. As much as
0: it. Yeah, fair enough. Alright, so let's turn the clock all the way back and ask you how and when did you get into Minecraft Wrestling?
1: It was March of 2015. I don't know the exact day like some people do. That's <laughs> kind of weird. <laughs> uh, uh, March 2015, I just Googled minecraft wrestling since i was interested found MPW the mpw website and it took me a few days to actually apply because it seems like everyone within that community seemed they were dedicated to it and i wasn't entirely sure if i wanted to do it but eventually i did Mm -hmm. and i was accepted by boston of course and i was sent into maw i don't know if many people know that but and uh yeah
0: so yeah um many amazing things happened in maw i guess the most notable thing that everyone remembers is your feud with wilson
1: oh uh, I, I was hoping <laughs> we wouldn't talk about that but uh that wasn't my idea but i guess i am sort of to blame for it for even continuing on with it but yeah uh He didn't even tell me about it, uh, I just sort of woke up one day, went on the website, and I just saw this breaking news report of, I don't know whose daughter it was, but someone got murdered. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I have to continue doing this, so I did, and obviously got memed, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, in a way, it's, uh, I mean, it's definitely the most memorable thing about M.A.W., um, not that that's a high bar to clear. But yeah,
1: I'm. surely it's not the worst thing that's happened. I mean, there has to be something worse than that. But
0: oh, there's so much worse. Um, just in ideas. Uh,
1: Your time travel was pretty bad. So. Oh, I,
0: mean. I mean, I'm not even that. There, I've had there were some uh, questionable ideas in my DMs while running, EPQ. No, EPW. Oh my god. <laughs> and
1: um. Uh, what- like elite or cool i'm guessing they're those were the main two
0: it's from frost i think actually just stuff with his niece or something like that in hindsight very weird but uh you
1: know hmm well anyways um oh that was a voice crack uh (laughs) my uh my first uh match was i don't think it was on an actual maw show i think it was It wasn't on Mayhem either. I'm pretty sure it was like the pre-show to Mayhem, I guess. Mm -hmm. It was um, a triple threat match, if I can remember. Uh, Me, Wilson, and I think there was this guy named Frosty. I don't know if people know him. Sort of went under the radar after MPW died. But uh, it was a number one contenders match for, I think, Saints was the world champ at the time. Obviously, I lost. I think Wilson won. But uh, that was... The beginning. I don't remember much after that, but
0: mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so um, I guess going forward a few months, uh, when MXW gets founded, kind of mid 2015, I think? Yeah.
1: Yeah, think so it how was did you July. get involved
0: with mm-hmm. that?
1: Well, I only knew of uh, Toadie and Ned. I didn't talk to them much, but uh, I knew they existed. <laughs> Uh, the only one I didn't know of was Caleb. He would sometimes be at Mayhem's... He wouldn't, like, speak or anything. He would just be sort of just hovering mm.
0: uh,
1: in the sky and just watching the show, which kind of weird. But uh, uh, it was... I remember the pay-per-view name. It was MPW Warfare. And, uh, you know, Caleb sort of dived into the ring saying that he had an announcement. I don't know why Boston allowed him to do this, but... Uh, he announced MXW, uh, and obviously, at the time, uh, it was a bit conflicted when uh, they were all over to the server. Because originally, uh, someone correct me if I'm wrong, uh, whoever was a part of the creative process in MPW, but originally they were, I was supposed to be brought up from MAW and being a faction with Saints and Wilson. Oh and no. Since MPW, since MPW was very faction based, you could and, have
0: been uh, the Insomniac Army.
1: Please, don't. don't. (laughs) Uh, 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 I think they planted the seeds. I think Wilson attacked Paco in the main event. And um, I think he was going to be MPW world champ sometime down the line. I think Saints was also going to be world champ. They didn't really have any plans for me. I guess I was just supposed to be, like, extreme champ or something.
0: Mm. It's a
1: title, nonetheless. Uh, But obviously, I wasn't the one who they, you know, saw the most in, which I don't really blame them. I was Quite annoying back then, and uh, so it was either stick with the company that I knew had plans for me, that's well established, or join a just a company that's been started up that seems like they care, uh, they seem very serious about it. And at the time, I wasn't like fully dedicated to Minecraft Wrestling, so I was like, okay, well, I I might as well just take the risk and join MXW. If it fails, it fails. Mm-hmm. And uh, little did I know, it become five years of my life, so.
0: <laughs> I mean, in the end, you you ended up becoming quite dedicated, clearly.
1: Uh, yeah, it was it was something.
0: So, yeah, you make it to MXW. I mean, so, I guess you've seen pretty much every MXW and MWA show from, like, mid-2015 to now, right?
1: Uh, besides the one where I took that break, uh, hmm. I watched bits of alts pay-per-views but not that much i didn't watch those or well, i watched the i think the notable match i watched the most was probably the drips versus saints one because drips told me to watch that so
0: <laughs> what a match
1: cool, but...
0: um so yeah what i mean i guess when you look back what, what's it like looking from like i don't know execution to the first knockout
1: um well obviously we still had PvP. That was still an ongoing thing. I don't know if I, I don't know the exact like time where we slowly transitioned into like uh hitting buttons as finishers and that would end the match and then fully transitioning to buttons and then with all the slash me and stuff, but obviously it was PvP. Uh on the first knockout I remember there being a ladder match for a briefcase. Uh uh I think Wilson won that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Six was about to win it, but I cost him, which led to our eventual heatwave match that uh, that following month. And then, of course, he had the battle rail with uh, Caleb mm-hmm. winning it, uh, <laughs> pushing himself a bit, but, you know, for a guy who never competed in a ring, surely was the right guy to go with, but, you know, yeah. it is what it is. And, uh, yeah, I think also around that time, I joined, it wasn't CT yet I think it was called like the board of directors, mm. which just a basically uh, a bunch of guys. I think it was me, Wilson, Saints. I th- think TJ eventually joined, and we would all uh, come up with these ideas and send them over to Caleb and Toadie and Nev, who eventually got banned. Uh, and they would decide if they wanted to go with that, or they could change it, or really, it was basically them three that really booked the shows and we would just be there to suggest ideas and whatnot. but yeah that was that was basically it
0: so yeah i mean if if you consider board of directors part of the creative process you like it's insane to uh for me to think like just how long you've been involved in that creative process like from like mid 2015 or whatever all the way through to basically the end of the year
1: yeah it it I don't know if Anyone could book that long It's 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 really tough But Mm. I made it through so
0: I mean Another thing One thing I've always noticed Is this whole like Board of directors Like CT thing I've never really Understood it I feel like it's It's a thing that Cyber does Every few years When he starts to start up a company It's a thing that Toad does As well I think I don't know why they always Call it a board of directors Just like Just call it a CT (laughs)
1: I don't know either, I guess they just wanted to be a bit fancy or something, mm. so.
0: so yeah. I remember uh, we had
1: board, yeah. board of directors rings and stuff, so I guess.
0: Yeah. Alright, so going ahead in MXW, um, was there anything kind of like notable or cool you did from like the start towards the Rumble? Because I feel like the rumble's the next big major point that happens.
1: Well, Heatwave, uh, it was an uh, unscripted, uh, I think it was a steel cage match between me and Saints, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I won, I won it uh, obviously. I'm the first extreme champion. Uh, back then, I think the extreme title was positioned more as a world title because Caleb really didn't defend the world title until Road to Victory, which was last minute, but mm. uh. So I won the extreme title, and I dropped it a month later back to Saints. For some reason, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got, I got basically wrote off there. Came back for okay. This may shock up some people. Uh, it the October pay per view at the time in 2015 was uh, not Gates to Hell. It was originally Extreme Chaos. So oh. I can, yeah. So I, I think. At the time we were playing the pay- the big pay per view to be called like Genesis or something, some TNA garbage, <laughs> anyways. Um, so yeah, I returned at Extreme Chaos. It was supposed to be uh, Team MXW with Caleb, Cody, and me versus Team MPW Boston, Old and Prince, I think, mm-hmm. but Old and, and Prince didn't show, so uh, basically at that point, uh. We just canceled the match, I guess. I think Boston came out, did a promo, and said, yeah. uh, I'll come back eventually and get my revenge, so to speak, mm. on uh, MXW for what they did. And eventually he did uh, uh, a few months later. So when Survivor happened, uh, I faced K-Man, I think, destroyed him. Uh, and then Execution in 2015, it was originally supposed to be uh, me versus Wilson for the MXW title because... Wilson won it at road to victory mm-hmm. when old beat Caleb and then he cashed in his briefcase Me versus Wilson in a cage of hell, but a week before that uh, I Faced I don't know his name. It's like doodoo or something. Oh
0: D-U-D-U. yeah you do yeah I know the name
1: and in a buried alive match and uh, Towards the end uh, I was about to win, but uh, you know the lights went out Boston appeared. you know the lights flickering hit the signature and uh uh they can they went back off came back on Wilson hit me with the title uh I went into the grave and I lost to an irrelevant person who you know a week before my world title match so some good booking there mm. and uh and then I was originally origi- I was originally supposed to win the world title at execution and then a month later I would face Boston and he would I would have to drop the title to him there. There's an on, ongoing theme here. And uh so from that point onward, I was told that eventually I would win the world title, which I guess sort of led to the whole extreme chaos thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And so MX won break there so because Tody Tody's mom was being a bit of a prick. So.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, and so then it stopped for a few months and picked back up february with last stand
1: yeah uh yeah i i, mean, I didn't compete on that show because i was k Fabe injured and which led me to return at the rumble at number 16 <laughs> the infamous what, what, so what was uh, it like
0: entering I, at 16 in a 15-man rumble
1: i mean it wasn't received uh well so to speak i think this is with a, a period of time where i guess i wasn't well liked and uh so I entered at number sixteen, eliminated Cody, sort of getting that revenge because he injured me, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, then that led to our match at Locked Away, where I put my uh, shot on the line and I beat him again. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, originally it was supposed to be me versus Saints for the world title in the main event of Extreme, the first, well, clearly second Extreme Chaos, but the first, we'll call it the first Extreme Chaos, but. uh, saints couldn't make it and we had to quickly think of something else i think drick suggested the idea of the triple threat between me toady and matt mm-hmm. Tony and matt originally were supposed to wrestle for the briefcase but so we might as well just like mush two storylines together and do the triple threat so we did that and yeah
0: So yeah you main evented the first extreme chaos and you walked out mxw world champion <laughs>
1: Uh, as much as people think I probably got like boot out of the building or something, I think there's only two people who were livid and um obviously the first one being Paco. he was ranting in chat about it <laughs> in Boston sarcastically sarcastically telling them, Oh, just let him have his moment uh he deserves this I was like, okay, uh your company died. I don't know why you're really talking, but uh at that point onward uh Things started to go downhill for me within uh, my, what would you call it, like, my stance with the community and all that. So, mm-hmm. so. I do regret winning the MXW title, by the way. I, I do think Matt should should have definitely won that, but mm. in the past now, so.
0: So, after Extreme Chaos, um, I think you retire Wilson? Is that right? No, you retired Wilson and Toad.
1: I retired Toadie and Wilson back-to-back weeks. mm
0: and when you retired, Toad, there was a young Cruz sitting in the crowd watching his first knockout. Uh, what an emotional performance! Did you cry? I wasn't crying. Well, I I can't I, I can't lie. I was crying IRL. You know.
1: Crying out of Toad retirement. Mm.
0: And it would not be the last uh, time your matches made me cry. So there's that. Oof. <laughs> So you're uh, So top, yeah, and then I think at Heatwave it's you and Matt? Uh,
1: yes. I think that's the first, like, pay-per-view that was recorded and uploaded. I'm pretty sure there's some other ones that were uploaded but then got taken down, but mm. uh, yeah. Originally, okay. They're in the a Uh, originally me versus Matt was supposed to co-main. And, uh, for the world title, and, uh, I think Boston versus Packer was gonna main event, since that didn't happen at Extreme Chaos, and so obviously I was gonna beat Matt uh, to really stick it to him, telling him that yeah, you're not the guy right now, and uh, I was gonna that was gonna transition to the Renegades appearing in uh, Boston versus Packer. So the start couldn't wouldn't have been as bad, but you know Matt joined affection right after losing a world title match. May may have not been the best idea, but I mean back then the ideas weren't really got good, good anyway, so mm.
0: So, um you right, yeah. So you're still the world champion, the renegades are are on the scene. Um there was that knockout where the renegades just like messed up everything, like every segment, I think. Oh.
1: Okay, I thought that was a pretty good idea, but apparently everyone hated it, so <laughs>
0: I mean, in concept, it's not a terrible idea, you know, but I feel like in it reality. It got,
1: got them heat, so. Mm.
0: <laughs> so, who are you defending against next?
1: Well, uh, on that same knockout, obviously, I'm the general manager at the time, and I think at the end of the show, I came out and told them told them that I'm not going to let this slide anymore, and that the uh, Renegades will have what they have something coming towards them I don't know what I exactly said but uh and then Toadie came out he returned and uh I think I said that I was driving Knockout into the ground and that he would have to create a brand for himself since Knockout was too dead and that's (laughs) when the whole draft that's when the whole draft thing started
0: um, so I mean, whose and, decision was it for the brand
1: split? I guess. Um, I think Tody was still on her at this time. So it, ultimately, ultimately, uh, it was his decision. Mm. Uh, I think us as a creative team were on board with it, but, uh, but I think originally it was supposed to happen after Road to Victory, mm. but since the the people were impatient and couldn't wait at the time. Uh, we had to move it to after Heatwave. And so, yeah. Mm,
0: I mean, a lot is being said about the, the brand split in these podcasts. Um, yeah, I mean, it happened. Uh, what, what's your opinion on the whole thing?
1: I don't think it was as bad as people make it out to be. But mm. Obviously... I think the separation of the CT with like me and K-Man booking Knockout, Drix and Tody booking Unleashed and neither of us really communicating with one another really ruined it. Uh, if we were all on the same page and whatnot, uh, it could have probably worked out, but obviously then you had the uh, rosters that weren't quite balanced. Uh, you know, Knockout had a, a lot and Unleashed had, you know, Ultimate and Prince really. And uh, then they had a bunch of stars that would soon become uh big stars like uh mini uh i think love and uh mem those were the notable three i think and uh but yeah they were basically like the brand of the rising stars we were the brand of the the established guys and mm. uh it could have made for a cool dynamic because you know how toady was like uh he wanted a new brand he had to start from all from scratch and uh Obviously having a bunch of rising stars in the roster knows none with like any, you know, sort of Decorated background or whatnot or haven't held any championships. It could have worked I guess but obviously you're gonna need a few Established stars in the brand to get them over. Uh, they can't really get them over by themselves. So But yeah, uh, I also vacated the world title mm-hmm. uh, I think the original plan was for me to drop it to uh, Ruck who returned at heatwave uh, but that didn't happen. I, I don't know why it didn't happen, but I guess it, just because I was getting so much heat as world champ, I just decided to be like, yeah, I'm yeah. done. And, and that's really when my, you know, full-time wrestling career ended, I guess. I didn't really compete as often after that, so.
0: Mm, that's kind of insane to think, you know, like you competed kind of part-time for the, like, three and a half years, and you're still regarded as one of the if not the best in ring um in the company
1: i guess it's just those like few months just sort of like you know i wasn't overworked and wasn't getting like totally bored up until Extreme chaos 5 which is when i was like okay yeah i'm done here but uh yeah i mean it worked out pretty well uh i enjoyed uh not working as often because it then made my matches seem a, like a lot more important i guess Absolutely. Uh, and uh yeah it also just stemmed from again i wasn't really well liked so uh <laughs> i just, just didn't compete as often because i feared uh because the crowd back then was ruthless like jesus like the rumble 27 i think it was 2017 Oh, where yeah, one
0: 2017 rumble they all just shit on it
1: <laughs> that that scarred me i'm sure i got like messages saying i i'm pretty sure I got a messages saying like leave the community no one wants you here no one likes you it was it was bad but uh mm. yeah
0: i mean so back to the world title ruck picks it up uh after you anyway um but just takes it from vacant so i mean it, it ended up going to him either way and uh well i i
1: i won it for him from him it was unscripted i don't know why we had it unscripted but uh yeah i won it for him
0: Mm, which was yeah of course
1: which i guess it did work out well man and then he went on to defend it against kev i think but
0: yeah yeah because i feel like we talk a lot about the unleashed side of the draft but kind of not so much the uh the knockout side
1: Uh, The knockout side was actually, I don't think it was bad. I really, uh, if I remember correctly, I think the world title feuds were Rock versus Kev, Rock versus Neva. I think, which I think was regarded as a great match back then. I think it Mm -hmm. still holds up. But, and then then we had the Boston versus Rock thing, and then you had the Boston versus Spade feud, which you can only imagine how that feud went. Uh, You had, you know. A creepy guy in spade and then you had a well Boston
0: mm.
1: and uh I think that feud went okay and then I don't really remember else uh the came there was a repair where Cayman came in and kev feud
0: oh yeah uh, they had a uh what, was it three stages of hell at gates to hell
1: yeah I think that that, that happened mm. that's all I can remember though so yeah my, um my memory yeah
0: I think was it Boston picks up the world title or Mister Love?
1: Uh, well, uh, Boston wins it from Rock at Lone Survivor, mm. and then uh, he goes on to face Love in like the unification match later in the night. And originally he was supposed to win that, but Love won. I think we changed it last minute, but
0: yeah. And then they go on to unify at Execution. Yeah. So then Boston, uh, well then
1: also well then also at execution it kind of leads into the uh retribution match i had uh i think uh since the brand split ended it was like this question of who's like the rightful authority figure of uh knockout and me came and in sort of had a a power struggle i think maddie sent this match into like nostalgia chat a couple days ago but uh it eventually led to me versus k-man uh I like think if K Man lost, you would retire. And uh I retired the third guy, uh K Man at Retribution in a another awful match by the way. I remember uh, that. You took out that, like
0: the bleachers in the opening match of the show.
1: That was K Man's idea, not mine, but uh, <laughs> I think that entire match was just K Man. Had K Man written all over it, but uh Yeah, I, I believe yeah. you <laughs> Uh, that match, uh, just another poor reaction from the crowd. Uh, I, you can go back and watch for yourself. but I, I actually don't recommend you watching it, but if you're curious, then go back and watch it. It's it's rough.
0: Yeah, it's somewhere in the playlist. I think it's an FF recorded video with Bandy Cam uh, across the top. Uh, I think Retribution 2017, if you're looking for it.
1: Back then, we had to record for ten minutes max, and then had to create another video. Do you just, like, uh... <laughs> just wanted his? Had to divide it in parts.
0: Do you just wanted his mid rolls?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah, retribution. Uh, you also had that like fatal four way for the MXW championship. I think it was like Boston. Kev was there. Love was there, and Matt. I think.
1: I th- yeah, I think you're right. I don't remember much from. That show. That show was kind of forgetful, but
0: I remember Drix getting hung. That was memorable. Uh, Yeah, I I don't know who's that was. MXW pay per view that I actually like watched. So yeah. Dang, I feel sorry for you. Mm. I mean, twenty seventeen as a year. It's uh. Looking back, (laughs)
1: hmm. It was. A questionable year. Uh, Yeah,
0: it has its shining moments, but a lot of it is uh, not amazing.
1: I guess probably like after extreme chaos is where things started to get decent, but But, uh, I mean after I see
0: the world title kind of flies around for a bit, so even then.
1: Well, yeah, Mm. true.
0: But I mean, you. But it's it's weird because that year's. It's not regarded well, but it did sow the seeds for a lot of amazing things to come from it. Like, um, I think that was I. I, I don't know if it's because it was the first XC that I watched, but I feel like it was a. It was like a big, kind of point in history.
1: Uh, I all I remember from that show is that it was long mm. and tedious. But yeah, I I guess it was a. Looking back, probably not one of the best shows but definitely definitely decent by those standards that were set back then
0: yeah um and i mean you you in that year you kind of sow the seeds for like some amazing guys and amazing feuds, like mem and matt having their first match um also kind of matty rising to prominence i guess and just stuff like that i think
1: yeah, um, I don't really remember much from 2017. <laughs> uh, my memory just, you know, five years of Minecraft wrestling takes a toll on you. So mm.
0: That's fair enough, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, at the end of 2017, yeah, you take a bit of a break. Um, I think you leave in November after IXW Purgatory, I want to say.
1: Uh, yeah, there was. I think I don't know when exactly the tension started building between you know me and Maddie, but I think it really set off when uh, and I this is petty by the way. Uh, looking back at it, I don't think any of it should have happened, but uh, I think I was in a feud. There, it, there was a faction with me, Drix, and Kev. We've been an established faction for I think a few months leading up to this uh show but uh at the time uh I think the main event for Purgatory was uh me, Drex and Ken versus three guys who were randomly thrown together for some reason, I don't know why, versus old Matt and Rock. So three great wrestlers, but some of them like them going up, up against a well established faction and that established faction losing I didn't really like, I guess. And I was really arguing with Maddie about it, and he was like, "No, you're losing." I was like, "Okay, fine uh so <laughs> to take up my anger, I built a house underneath the ring uh <laughs> very immature of me, but uh and Maddie got pissed about that, and uh again it was just tension, just building and i I was just at a point where I was like okay fine i'll i'll just i just need a break from this uh mm-hmm. again i wasn't Still relatively liked, but uh, and I also remember when I was away, Maddie made this contact cop- copy, yeah, uh, <laughs> on me. Medell- that I listened to it and I was like, Oh, uh, I don't know how to respond to this. I think <laughs> I, I was actually planning on responding, but then I just didn't. So
0: you heard those bars that you dropped, you're just like, I've lost.
1: Yeah, I was, I was a bit. <laughs> I was hum- I was humbled there
0: mm. I forgot all about the house he built under the ring I, I, I just completely forgot that but it was uh it was a great build
1: <laughs> yeah it had uh uh indoor uh fish tank it was mm. built into the wall uh <laughs> there was uh a tv of course you can't go around that there was a bed as well bookshelves um and yeah
0: I remember was that there was there was one under Purgatory. There was also one under the GPW uh, arena, wasn't there?
1: I don't know if that was... A, it probably was mine again because I hated <laughs> G- GPW, so it uh, could have been mine. I can't really confirm.
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, I guess thankfully we've gotten past that phase of building houses under the ring. But, you know, maybe one day it will That's what back. you think, but... Like Boston.
1: Uh can't promise that it won't, but.
0: Yeah, so, um, while you were gone, was it, so it was just alt-booking, right? Uh,
1: yeah, so everything, I think, from, uh, well, I did the, I helped them with execution results. I didn't come up with the, uh, rug and alt-thing, I think those, that, that was entirely them, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I, I well, execution results were basically already, like, written in when I left so from that point to February for last that it was all old, and then Breakout where I started to get it back into it so
0: I mean we kind of glossed over it but um, so I mean you kind of so in March of like 2017 uh, I think just before just after the Rumble you have a falling out with Toad and he leaves the CT uh, what was that all about
1: uh, again it was just argument upon argument I think there was, we were just arguing a whole bunch i don't know what set him off mm. i think it was the uh oh i think okay i know what it was uh i we got into an argument i, I think regarding the extreme chaos event i think i wanted Drix versus love he mm. wanted something else like mm. maybe rug versus love or something like that yeah and uh it got to the point where uh i was like, okay i can't work with him anymore and so when he asked me uh if we wanted to do the car i was like okay yeah fine but in my mind i was like yeah i'm i'm just gonna do the car by myself and you know Mm -hmm. see what happens uh wanted to test his patience i guess and uh when i did send up the card he basically was fuming basically and uh right then and there told me that he doesn't want to work with me anymore that uh i was uh not not someone who he liked, I guess. And then he just up and left and then he chose Alt to be owner, which I wasn't really angry with. I mean, who can hate Ot? Mm.
0: And so what was it like working with Alt, uh, through kind of twenty seventeen and <clears>
1: twenty <throat> eighteen? Um he how do I put this? He definitely uh, helped when it came to ideas that I had. He would always, you know, he wasn't the the type to basically go along with everything I was saying. Mm-hmm. He would definitely uh, question what the ideas I presented and always say if they were good or not. And, uh, yeah, it, we worked pretty well together, in my opinion. Uh, we definitely balanced one another out in terms of, you know, Olt was pretty new, fairly new to booking. I, I think at this point I was two years in. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I did help him along the way. He helped me, so it worked pretty well.
0: And then, of course, you have the secret CT, kind of, after XC. I think you add in Drix and Matty.
1: Uh, Yeah. So when I really think about it, me and o really just booked a few months like together and then Maddie and Drix were introduced um, I don't know what led to that I guess we just needed like more help I guess because you know two guys just you know working together can get a bit overwhelming and uh, I guess we just need more ideas and more thoughts and why not just add two pe- two more people in? and those were Maddie and Drix and yeah. I think that didn't help with the tension between us, between me and Maddie specifically. Uh it just got word from there. And then obviously when I left I think he kicked both of them out because Drix and Maddie were also Yeah. Not on the best terms. So yeah.
0: Alright, so I guess that comes to the C T side of things. Um you make your way back to MXW at the start of March twenty eighteen. Uh, I think it's still one of my favourite weekly segments, or like weekly shows, because that show was just something else. You know, you return, Massive Pot. What was that like?
1: Uh, I was quite nervous uh, for obvious reasons, you know. Coming back when, you know, a bunch, a few months goes by and, you know, you don't know how the community perceives you, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I did return, It didn't get the reaction I expected. I expected uh, mixed, but uh, it was generally positive, and that, you know, made me happy, of course. And I think also on that same day, you know, me and Maddie made up, uh, or so I thought, because then that led to the whole Leaf stuff. But, uh, Mm. uh, yeah, but generally, yeah, it was a pretty cool moment. Uh, Definitely one of my favorite moments of my career and yeah
0: so yeah you're back into booking and um you're back in ct with Alt and we're building to xc3 i guess <clears throat>
1: uh yes uh obviously the extreme chaos main event so there was many many options on the table mm. uh i think to well there was several actually uh there was uh, obviously Drish versus matt was the one I wanted to go with, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, no one really wanted it. And so we had to compromise. So then there was uh, Mem versus Matt versus Drix as another idea. Mm-hmm. And then we scratched that. And there was one where it was just Mem versus Matt. And uh, and then when once Ruck, the whole Ruck thing got over big, so we just said, why don't we just put Ruck in there? Mm-hmm. And Mem versus Ruck happened. And that was the one we went with. Uh, and then, obviously, what I did, uh, the Matty feud. Uh, I, I think it's from the Lone Survivor match back in 2017 with the triple threat with me and Drix and him. Yeah. And it was basically Matty just, just being angry that I've been a thorn at his side, I guess. And we had a pretty, pretty decent match, I, I guess. It was only 15 minutes, which... Mm. I mean, then you probably wouldn't expect, but I think time-wise, it was, it was all right, and of course, uh, Maddie beat me there. And, you
0: know. Yeah, and then uh, I think you did a little bow in the ring or something, or you just you stood there for a little minute just to play with everyone.
1: <laughs> probably was gonna retire right then and there, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know when I don't know when I. Well, the next time I wrestled, I think it was. Uh... Oh, I actually don't know. Uh, no, it was Execution, I think, that was the next time I it's had cool. a singles it really match execution? after that. I was
0: trying
1: to think. Oh, when had the gauntlet as well, where JD turned on me, but yeah, yeah I think was it was Execution. It, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think. So, I guess. Uh, so, how much did all of the august stuff kind of like ruck matty all of them leaving mess up your plans for the rest of the year
1: uh it didn't the only thing that it really messed up was the Matt title one that you we were originally going to go with for a road to victory mm-hmm. uh and then of course that faction with matty ash and i don't know who the other one was
0: oh uh, mr love i think was involved
1: yeah, it was another heel, but uh, I think it was supposed to lead to war games or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. There was a bunch of war games uh, plans, but none of them happened because. How many
0: times you unsuccessfully tried to book a war games match?
1: I think three, but. Uh, <laughs> oh no. There was, of course, of course, that one. I think there was one where Drix and the I don't know if it, it was Drix and the Insomniac Army or something. Yeah, I think that was club. the
0: year earlier. Uh, something like Drix and Insomniac yeah. Army versus like Puck and Goons was it, or was it Matty and his Goons?
1: I don't know what it, what it was. Uh, and then there was the other one that I planned for 2019 it was supposed to be uh, uh, me, you, and Drix versus the JD Mini and FF faction. I was attempting to set up, but it didn't happen because uh. negative feedback. So it could have been cool, but you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you, think, uh, do you think we'll see a War Games in 2021?
1: Uh, if Mem allows it, I think he's the one standing in the way of things.
0: Mm. <laughs> you never know.
1: As long as I'm on the creative team as well, so, and he's a Japanese wrestling mark, so I don't think so. Mm.
0: Alright, so Lone Survivor 2018, you're in the gauntlet and JD turns on you.
1: Uh, definitely. I, I don't think anyone expected that, really. Mm. JD, when you look at JD, you just, it's just, you just see a baby face all over him. So, I mean, I think it made for a cool moment, and then it led to our singles match that open execution, I believe. Yeah. And we had a hard time, we had a hard time wrestling, because the server was lagging a punch, but we made it through, and JD beat me there, and that was, again, I didn't, I think after that, I didn't compete until last stand, which was definitely a last-minute decision, but...
0: hmm And at last stand, uh, you were... Oh, yeah, you're against Man.
1: Uh, yeah, the basics... So this is where I can start remembering stuff. Uh, uh, That story, I think, was basically just... Man was on the verge of, you know, breaking the re- longest-reigning MFW title record mm-hmm. that was held by Boston. And he wanted to like stick it to him, I guess, and beat someone who had some sort of association with that generation, I guess. And there wasn't really anyone on the roster, except for, like, Taco. But, <laughs> man, this is Taco, so...
0: Yeah, we could have like, got Man vs.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, the other guy would probably be me. I was a bit nervous about that as well, because I think that's like, three years after the whole... After I held the MSW title, and I was mm-hmm. in an MSW title picture, wasn't sure how it was going to re- be received. I think I went to Mem, actually, and asked and suggested it to him, and he was a bit on the fence about it as well, but it worked out pretty well. Uh, Could have gotten five, actually, if Man sharpness put the correct sharpness on his buttons. But Because uh, I think it was also that transition where we went from 1.8 to, like I don't know if it was 1.12 or 1.10. Yeah, it's a 1.12, which
0: we're still on now.
1: Ooh. He had his sharpness set to wrong one. Where he double clicked me twice to hit a move, so make for some awkward, you know, situations. But we we got through it, and yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, you lose to man, and he becomes the longest reigning, a world champion in history. And then your next match.
1: I... It was the Mem, the Mem one.
0: Yeah, because, oh, I remember you yeah. didn't enter the Rumble. There was a bunch of things that were yeah. going to happen in that Rumble match, wasn't there?
1: Uh, I'm, the only thing that I really remember that didn't happen was, uh, the Drake vs. Love uh, mm. ending, but, and then. also an idea for, like, how,
0: I think, Drix and Man fall over Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah
1: that I'm glad that didn't happen. Cause I don't think anyone would have liked that, but, mm. uh, originally I think, yeah, Drew versus man, or uh, supposed and man, which was the final two and they would have sort of fallen over the top rope together, hit the floor at the same time. And we would have ended the pay-per-view not knowing who would have won, which would have really set people off. And, uh, yeah. Uh, then there was, I'll, I'll get to that later when we actually talk about it. Then, Cause there was drama between the three, but, uh, yeah. Glad that didn't
0: happen. Mm. Uh, so, there was that. It was meant to be Drix and Love, but I think Love couldn't make it, so it turned out to be Drix and Rich, and Drix ended up winning.
1: Yep. Uh, there was some doubt from him heading into the show, as always, you know. Oh! Uh, um,
0: I can't remember what that is.
1: He just, you know... Sometimes he overthinks the stuff, and so
0: mm, he's yeah. a
1: bit on the fence about the whole thing. So I remember now. For not shooting on you, but uh, yeah, yeah.
0: And then, uh, I guess what happened? Uh, locked away, no- nothing, I don't think there's any major drama there. Uh,
1: yeah. the only notable thing, oh, well, that, that had a good chamber match, in my opinion, with the mini and miles final two.
0: Oh, I that was that, great, but, wasn't it? You
1: know, you really got miles over before his match with love, but uh and then you had man returning uh to set up the triple threat match. Mm-hmm. And then week, I think the week after it is when men uh called me out since I, I don't think I booked myself to be on any shows after I lost to man at left stand.
0: hmm Uh I guess going uh, from that, that kinda rumble to X E stretch, what did you think of the management?
1: uh okay uh it could have been a lot a lot better uh if Toadie actually showed up for a <laughs> week but uh yeah uh i guess it, i again i don't perceive it as as bad as some people probably think it was uh it slowly transitioned many as more of a leader than Toadie. but uh yeah uh it basically i basically we basically had an authority faction always planned to happen eventually I think it was always eventually going to happen. Uh, I think in 2017, with the whole Drix and Matt stuff, uh, I originally was supposed to uh, lead uh, the Authority faction, but I think it was supposed to be, like, me, Drix, Matt, uh, I think Wilson and Saints or someone, something along the lines of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I yeah, guess so I just decided to do it here because, you know, we need a big heel, you know, Dominating the scene up until Extreme Chaos. And uh, I just thought that would have been good. And it kind of worked out, but you know, totally not showing up really screwed things up. But, yeah. you know, it worked, I guess.
0: And then at Extreme Chaos 4, uh, going back to your feud with Mem, that was the, I guess, the best match on the card. Got five stars.
1: Uh Yeah, uh I didn't expect to get it five stars uh it was the first time we obviously worked and uh the first experience we had uh scripting the match together and mm-hmm. didn't really go down well because at the time when we were we were scripting uh man and Drix were getting into an argument about it, uh about their, you know the extreme chaos main event drama Yeah. Uh where uh man felt like felt like he wasn't being booked properly. And I guess I can see where he was coming from, but obvi- uh from my point of view, uh even if I booked it to the best of my ability, I don't think people would have predicted him winning anyways, coming off of a six month title reign, if that makes sense. Mm. Uh I don't think it would have made sense if uh let's say I haven't dropped the title at the Rumble only for him to win it again uh two months later at Extreme Chaos. I don't think that was if people were thinking that it would have made sense, uh and uh but I can also see where he's coming from, obviously. But uh and then Minnie, uh I don't know how what he I think he was only upset with Drake's because uh Drake said that he scripted the entire match with Minnie willing willingly knowing that he was, and Drake worded it in a way where uh many Minnie knew he was scripting it, but uh he didn't bother helping, but that wasn't true. Mm. And uh yeah. Which by the way, I have a theory here. And, uh, Minnie May, you know, I made a, a message. He, I, okay, so I don't think he was actually sick. Uh, if I really think about it, uh, two months later, he retired, right? Mm. Around that time, I was starting to get sick of my car wrestling. I know that for a fact. Yeah. And with the whole drama with tricks and man and just that in his head, I just think he was quite done at that point. Mm. And he just just decided to just not do it because obviously Stream chaos is a long show i don't he wanted to sit there yeah for like five hours yeah. and also, watching for something an Australian,
0: it's like it's not like a seven through 12 like an evening thing it's like a stay up all night and then halfway into the morning
1: yeah true yeah i just i just think he just didn't want to sit there for five hours mm. not watching something he wasn't really interested in only for him to do a 30 minute match it, i just think he was just done at that point i don't think he was booked for heat wave but uh yeah mm. that was that's just a little theory i have but
0: yeah i mean maybe i could i've I've never thought about that but i think yeah it, it could be true i don't know
1: but back to me versus mem uh yeah that i didn't expect it to get five stars again uh it just sort of happened i i kind of got uh nervous because my internet sort of died i think towards the end and but that didn't really i don't think they really affected the match as a whole but mm-hmm. but it was great and then it led to our eventual you know breaking the star rating scale at heatwave
0: yeah so what was that like break like kind of breaking your own rating scale
1: um when me and man got done scripting i i don't know who said it but i think we i was looking at the script and i was like this could be something special this has a lot of potential to be a Mm. very very good match i didn't say i didn't want to outright say uh it could break the star rating scale because you know i don't i don't like to go into a match having the mindset of yeah i'm gonna get five stars here but uh uh i definitely you know it had potential And so, when the match happened, me and them were in a call. We didn't message each other once throughout the entire match. It sort of just played out how it did. Mm. And uh, I think the only time I messaged him during the match was towards the end. You know, I was doing my little thank yous Mm. and kisses and all that crap. And, uh, yeah, it was definitely a shocking moment there. Uh, Mm. I mean, I remember, like,
0: everyone... Uh, apart from me, I think, kind of thought this was it for you. So, um, I, to, I think you, like, you guys built that feud so well to convince everyone that it was your last feud and you were going out, and then it turned out to be Mem. And then I think even me on commentary at the time, I'm like, I'm cheering because you're not retiring. And then I'm like, oh no, that means Mem's retiring.
1: I, but that's also when I... I started thinking about my own retirement and I guess you can say that's really when I started planting the seeds for my own retirement almost a year later.
0: So I mean like cuz I feel like to an extent I kind of went out went through the same thing uh in this past year kind of thinking about it and eventually not going through with it but <laughs> like kind of what was it like thinking about how you'd go out kind of deciding what to do and how to do it?
1: Well, towards the end of 2019, uh, I basically came to the decision, like, yeah, I'm going to retire in 2020, I just didn't know when, Mm. and uh, obviously when Drix came to me and uh, told me he was retiring at uh, Extreme Chaos, I was like, okay, maybe it's time for me to also go out, which was probably the best decision, Uh, because he also wanted to walk out with me as well, so...
0: Mm. And so, um, then you entered the tag division.
1: Uh, that was another last minute thing. Uh, uh, I, there were, I think at this time, uh, Mem was helping me creative wise, but, uh, we needed a, uh, a team to look solid going up against, uh, Raging Machinery, Mm -hmm. who were at the time, I think, uh, one of the longest reigning champs in, uh, MXW. And uh, Pico wasn't really doing anything, and I think uh, I really saw something in Pico that he could be a pretty pretty big deal sometime kind down of the line. Uh, and so I wasn't really doing anything as well, so I was like, okay, why not help Pico get over as a star while also helping the tag division as well? or just slotted myself in there. I had no intention of, like, you know, getting Grand Slam. I really only found out I was a Grand Slam champion after I won the match. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was something.
0: So, yeah, you win the, uh, the tag team championships. Um, I don't know, like, what was it work, what was it, what, what was it like working with Pico?
1: Um, I'll just say this right now. majority boy, the tag matches, I scripted majority of them. Uh, mm-hmm. he, obviously, uh, he helped me, uh, some ways uh but as a wrestler himself himself uh he he was you know he he wasn't like on like a calm level right off the bat he slowly progressed and i guess it was just cool to see him you know improve yeah. and just seeing him in these tag matches and improving all that it was pretty cool to see and i was really proud of him until he just ghosted everyone yeah
0: so. <laughs> all that work and he's just uh he's just dead now so yeah, um, <clears throat> you win the tag team championships, you defend a few times, and you end up losing to Tark Omega. Uh,
1: yeah, these few, those few ones were probably some of my favorite uh, ones because I, I don't understand like the stigma of like tag team wrestling, and you know if you go into it, your career is essentially dead. I think this year for tag team wrestling in general for MWA and all that was uh was pretty good for the most part, I believe. Uh mm.
0: uh
1: but yeah, those few months with uh title fences I think I think against like Miles and Love, uh Rage Machinery again and then the Taco Mega match, which was definitely one of my favorite matches of the year I did. Yeah. Uh that that entire story with, you know, Taco Mega getting to Pika's head and all that crap. Pretty good. Uh, and, uh, yeah, if only, you know, Pico actually stayed, he could have been, could have been a big deal, but.
0: Mm. What, uh, so, I mean, did you have any plans for Pico? I think he was going to be global champion, I assume, at Heatwave. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, there was, okay, I had an original idea of, uh, you know, you know, how Pico was definitely, uh, a part of my retirement storyline. Mm. Uh, I had an idea of where uh you know at extreme chaos he would sort of screw me over and uh love would win jeez so... imagine
0: the heat on him
1: yeah, that both heat both incredible amounts of heat but uh yeah, i'm probably glad that I didn't I didn't go with that but uh yeah yeah
0: <clears throat> jeez, that would have been insane it, oh my god. <laughs> I think would
1: have been
0: the seal. <laughs> we would have killed the guy, Jesus. So yeah, um, in the end, you just end up. I mean, that feud for me was one of my favorite of this year because it had so many kind of like twists and turns that you involved into it. So like you know, it involved like kind of the you and Matty match on Warfare, which was uh, also one of my favorites. Um, then it was stuff like Mr. Love and Pico at Dynasty, that involved it, and then all the way leading up to Xe.
1: It was definitely like, a uh, uh, a, a long-term storyline that I planned. Uh, there was some elements where I just added in last minute, but, mm. yeah, uh, I'm very proud of that storyline. Just an, uh, that storyline alone, uh, is one of the reasons why I don't think I'll ever come back, but, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Because like you feel like you've done the best you you can.
1: Yeah, mm. uh, and we'll talk about that later. But yeah. Uh...
0: So yeah. Um, meanwhile, in the rest of MWA, uh, Tree was the last MXW champion. He uh, well he beats Drix. Um, oh yeah. So about that execution. Um, I th- I think at one point me and Drix were going to main event. I can't remember.
1: Uh yeah, I originally had you versus him for the MXW title, but then the whole Extreme Chaos uh main event stuff sort of was starting to you know uh I was starting to think about it, and I went to Drix and he wasn't totally on board of uh main eventing both Execution and Extreme Chaos, mm-hmm. uh especially main eventing two Extreme Chaoses back to back. He wasn't he wasn't even sure on that, but uh. And so, then adding execution in, he wasn't too big on, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think either way, the ma- you guys had an incredible match, so
0: yeah. And so, I think he, I, I mean, yeah, I understand why he lost to Tree because it, like, if you if you want to tell that story of him going like XE to XE, unless you want to book the year-long title reign, which I feel would, I think, I feel like it would have died at some point. Um you really have to kind of switch it around in the middle of that year
1: i th- i think people would have gotten quite sick of uh trick Champ, uh but also sort of uh established stars like tree uh and miles specifically as well and i think this his entire last year uh i'm very that's definitely like he he okay he didn't have as much of a say i think people think he did like he definitely knew what he was doing and he would suggest things the majority of that storyline uh uh or just that overarching like year-long story he had uh mainly me not to brag but uh <laughs> yeah. yeah it's definitely one of my favorites
0: so yeah um with that world title uh obviously miles cashed in on tree at kingdom and that seems to be kind of like the end of cases and the cash or bankrupt and all of that do you think um, I mean like I, from what I hear you weren't planning on having cash or bankrupt to execution anyway do you think um, MWA is kind of going in a direction where it doesn't need the cases like what's your opinion on all of that
1: oh uh, well when I okay so after heatwave when I was basically still owner I originally it was months down the line so I was intending on having a cash or bankrupt match mm-hmm. but as I was like outlining the card, five cases, five titles, basically half of the roster would have something. Yeah. And, and that just, that that was just, that would have been ridiculous. So I just scrapped it all together. But I do think uh, having no cases and all that stuff, uh, it makes, we're more leaning into the uh, sports wrestling aspect instead of like the entertainment aspect that WWE has basically established uh going from more new japan style if you want to say and uh i think just well yeah i don't know what else to say uh
0: yeah i mean yeah I, the com i feel like the company like i'm always not and it's not like any one person's fault i think it's a kind of community uh I guess, decision that kind of pushed it that way. Like, a lot of... Like, basically, the whole roster watches New Japan and or some kind of Japanese wrestling. So, I think it was kind of heading that way anyway. And as you say, if you give half the roster accolades of some kind, then it just, it just loses its meaning, especially with, like, five championships and also if you want to suspend someone for a month. And, I mean, like... The, yeah. The suspension case, I don't feel, ever did... Like, I, I, I mean, like, think you had like saints win it and he like um and he was active the whole month so it was just kind of taking him away from stuff then i think link won it twice which was funny but outside of that kind of like you know and then i think um who won it the next year taco which um, i guess it was useful it was almost just a device so that omega could challenge for the world championship i feel
1: yeah, pretty much.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I feel like the suspension case should have gone anyway. But, yeah, um, it definitely is interesting to see the business kind of going in that direction of a more Japanese style. And to be honest, I I feel like we're going to be better off for it. So, you know, who cares about cases at the end of the day? X <laughs> All right, so... Um, where are we at we're kind of around the start of the year going towards XE. what was it like uh, so what uh what yeah were there like different kind of um xc5 main events floated around or was it kind of always tricks and kong
1: um well i was brainstorming extreme chaos events around execution time so uh, uh definitely six months in advance uh so it wasn't like i didn't have it, like Stamped down exactly, but the ideas that I had were mainly just three uh, Kong vs. Drix being one, Kong versus Miles as the other, and then you versus Kong. Uh, so Kong was always slated to be in the mm. Extreme Chaos main event. Uh, it just uh, but when Drix told me about his retirement, I was, I was like, okay, Kong vs. Drix, the obvious one that I have to go with here, and definitely one of probably the best feuds that has ever happened it led to one of the greatest matches i think my personal favorite yeah. uh, i haven't watched D versus Kong from execution yet but uh yeah it i think in the end that was the right choice sorry but uh yeah it definitely made for something special especially with how it ended how extreme chaos ended uh definitely something that I don't think can be recreated, recreated, or, you know, in my opinion, uh, probably one of the best retirements uh, that has happened if you really look at things.
0: Mm, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> that, I think, for me, because I can't really say Kong versus Cruise, it, it, I th- feel like that was my favorite match of the year. Um, it was just amazing on so many different levels. Um, I don't think I can give, you know, I, I feel like I can't give more praise than has already been given to that match, you know?
1: I, I don't think I can either. It's, yeah, it was it was really something special.
0: And then we go back to Xe one um, ending with you and Drix on the stage and Xe 5 ending the same way, but with both of you um, ready to head into the retirement home.
1: The Extreme Chaos 5-1 was actually planned. Uh, I don't think Drix randomly ran out without even consulting me at first. Uh, <laughs> messaged me while I was being beaten down by Matt, asked me to come out, or asking to come out. And I told him no. And then right when Matt left and I got to my feet, Drix just comes running down. And uh, I was fuming. but I think at that point, you know, me and Drix weren't close. He knew we were... We were, you know acquaintances I should say but at that point I think it really grew to our friendship that everyone knows and loves and
0: so yeah that was um I guess talking about your match with mr love that was also an amazing match in my opinion um you know it's in a way it kind of got overshadowed by that main event because I think it's you know yeah like the the main event was amazing but so was your match and uh what was Working all of that st- stuff out with Mr. Love, like,
1: well, um, at this point, uh, when I was scripting the match, uh, I was quite frustrated. I, I think at this point, I was, you know, all the doubts of, you no, know, is this my final match? Am I gonna come back? I think it was really, you know, I really got the answer here, because mm. it felt like a chore, as harsh as it is to say, uh, I wasn't, you know. It wasn't i the scripting process wasn't as fun as, as it used to be uh love was definitely there to help because I, I was just so fed up with it and uh uh but yeah working with love he's definitely highly underrated underrated uh definitely someone who you can rely on in certain situations uh mm. he's was very nervous heading into this match, rightfully so, uh, but I, I tried my best, you know, say, if you mess up, you mess up, there's, you know, this match, I don't think will probably be perfect, but, uh, you know, whatever happens, happens, I, I, I don't expect this match to be, you know, the uh, defining match of my career, but, uh, yeah, he did, he did well, uh, I would, I, he didn't botch. I botched in the match. I don't know if anyone noticed, uh, but he botched one of my final uh, spots. Uh, <laughs> originally, when originally he was supposed to, I was supposed to catch uh, his kiss of death, uh, the super kick, and turn it into a calf crusher.
0: Mm. But I didn't have
1: the button in my heart, my hot bar. When I caught his uh, foot so quickly, I uh, hit a forearm since that was the button in my hand at that point. And then I just hit nightfall, but it it was the spot turned out to be all right, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then of course, uh, hit the low blow, and then my career died right there.
0: Yeah, I can't believe what it. Uh, what was the decision like? Thinking I'm gonna end things with a low blow, and then he just pins me. I
1: thought that idea was pretty unique in a way. It sets uh mm. when you look at. Re- matches you can think of all these like emotional endings you know to a match the finish and usually it involves a heel retiring uh, i don't think there's ever been a heel retiring a face uh if i can remember correctly i don't know who was a facing heel in boston versus paco but uh, um, i don't think that really matters I at this I point remember
0: either. I, don't, I don't think anyone was a
1: winner in that match yeah. looking back yeah uh but looking i I wanted love to benefit from uh, my retirement, and I didn't want to make it all about me specifically. I also wanted uh, him to have his moment uh, because I do feel like uh, I've mishandled him on a few occasions uh, when booking. But, uh, yeah, I think it worked uh, uh, pretty well, in my opinion, uh, Mm. with the heat he got. Yeah, I just thought it was a way to set, uh, make my retirement or the finish stand out a lot more. And I I don't think having two emotional back-to-back finishes would have, in my opinion, I don't know if people may disagree, it would have felt weird. Which is why I also didn't do a full-fledged speech after my match (laughs) because I wanted Tricks to to have his moment and uh, I just sort of just walked away. Mm. But I sort of got my conclusion uh, at execution I guess but
0: Yeah. Um so from XC uh, I think your plan is to leave at heatwave at that point right?
1: Uh yeah. Mm. I that was uh, originally Drix wanted me just to just originally Drix wanted me to just retire at Extreme Chaos and just have uh whoever take over but I just didn't feel that like was right. I wanted there to be like a you know slow transition of power, and uh, unfortunately it didn't happen. But uh, I wasn't too wor- uh, you know angry about it. Uh, and uh, yeah.
0: Um, so when you were trying to select a, an owner before Heatwave, uh, what who stepped up? You know who was kind of on the ballot to maybe be owner at that time.
1: Uh, I don't know if I want to say who it was. I think Yo, I should say names, a secret. Say names. <laughs> uh, well, you were obvious one. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, <laughs> uh, Frost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was also uh, Rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taco Applied. Love also did. Uh, Omega. Mm-hmm. Those were the main... Yeah. Uh, I mentioned five. Uh, that... And then I think there was Maddie applied as well, which mm. then led me, which then led to him basically running the shows, because uh, I physically couldn't because of work. Yeah. And, uh, yeah.
0: Um, I think, so, and obviously he said I was there, I was. Um, I think, in hindsight, <laughs> well, the decision was like, if I'm going to leave in December, then what's the point of me taking over booking now? and uh yeah obviously that went well <laughs> yeah, ironic. yeah 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 um, i mean I, I don't have
1: i don't have any hard feelings to those who declined Uh i i get it uh it's definitely a big position to take on and uh i was fine booking the last few months anyways but you know definitely became more of a chore than anything
0: mm. i mean i'm glad frost didn't uh Become M W A owner. Cause, uh, the storyline
1: The storyline he wrote, uh it was it was unique, I'll say. Uh no. basically just involved uh just basically involved Jacob just targeting his arm or something. And that was just there's no like story elements to it, it was just Jacob just pulling his arm
0: basically. Wow. Wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's a timeline out there that I just can't stop thinking about where it happened, and, uh, <laughs> God. So yeah, in the end you decided to stay on owner and book for four more months, I guess three more months, September, October, no, yeah, four, um, all the way through to yeah. Execution. Um, I guess, I know you said it was a chore, was there any highlights that came out of that?
1: Um, I think the only few highlight. Okay, should I talk about the church? Because I know this is a heated. Oh yeah, talk about the church. Thing. Okay, this was gonna be a whole thing, and I'm kind of upset that it never happened. But uh, was it I thought a
0: war games match.
1: <laughs> no, sadly <laughs> not. Uh, uh. So, okay, how do how am I gonna word this? Uh, so you have Dobio, right? Uh, mm-hmm. you know one who started this whole thing uh you know he would uh since Toby has never really stood out uh he would want uh so i'm this is from a storyline perspective uh never really stood out you know he's always been you know just there on the roster and so he would sort of uh you know people out who also were kind of like i wouldn't say like stood out necessarily but like were similar to him in some sort of ways. So you had Kenna, of course, who, you know, who has who slowly developed into being something great.
0: Mm. And
1: then you had Adam, of course. So these guys, group of guys who, you know, haven't really had uh, a chance to shine, so to speak, uh, get booked every week in a, you in know, relig- and of course their religion and all that crap, uh, the prophecies and all that. There's been some subtle ones that I don't think people have picked out that I've included in some of his promos. Uh, there was one line where uh, he said uh, a familiar like, darkness, uh, as cringe as it sounds, a uh, familiar darkness rising and uh light to meet it. I think that was the line. Uh, that familiar darkness being the management in the form of love. Oh. And then the and then the light being me. So that happened. And then uh, obviously the, he predicted uh, Tuck Taco Mega breaking up and him winning the Tagging titles. So obviously this just uh put Kenna's and Adam's faith in Doby, just kept building up. Uh and obviously he stood out on in on the roster and whatnot. And so eventually uh when Pico, you know, basically called them out for uh called him out specifically for using Ken and Adam. It would start to show a side of Dobie, you know, since he's put in been put in panic mode at this point. Uh start to show a side of Doby where, you know, this whole religion thing aspect would slowly start to fade away, I guess you can call, say. Uh, uh originally when Adam was gonna retire, I was gonna have Doby, you know, just brutally beat down Adam and Kenna would just be on the sidelines watching all this happen. And uh, you know, and then that would slowly, you know, their relationship was starting to break down, and it would slowly transition to the Kong feud, which I was going to mix in with that as well, with uh, Kenna, or I should say Kong, you know, uh, saying you're better than this, you're switching with someone who, you know, mm. is brainwashing you. And, you know, Kenna would finally break his silence at a point and ask Doby if he's going to win the uh, world title. And, you know, Doby would be like, yeah, you are. And then, you know, Kenna would, you know, give it his all against Kong and he would boost.
0: That would have been insane. And then,
1: you know, and then, so that's basically the tipping point, and so we would continue to be like, oh, you know, God has big stuff that's planned, uh, and eventually, you know, Ken would get sick of it, and it would basically be the, I don't know if I'm explaining this well, but, uh, basically be the t- tipping point, in which Ken would be like, yeah, you've always been full of crap, and, uh, doby would finally reveal himself to be like, yeah, I manipulated all of you, you know. He did it for his own benefit because you know he felt like you know he he wanted a chance to shine, and doing all this gave him that moment. So you could kind of have some sympathy for Dobby yeah, and some like, you know, you can sort of reason with, like, be like, yeah, I get it, but you did it in a complete wrong way, so. It, kind of get people on Kenna's side and slowly turn them faced but uh, yeah it didn't happen Eventually, uh, sadly yeah. but that's that's basically the, the gist of it,
0: uh, it you <laughs> you sound like me trying to explain the time travel storyline and how amazing it would have been
1: <laughs> yeah it, it, it was very hard to explain it uh, mm. would have probably played out much I more better it would better have been good I...
0: though uh, it, contrary to the time travel storyline <laughs>
1: Yeah, it still may be bad in some people's eyes, but yeah. uh, I feel like I had a direction I was going with it.
0: If that story had been applied to Colin Kenner, I feel like that could have gotten it fine, you know, because I feel like that's what uh, the main complaint was, was that like at the time there wasn't enough story between them. Um, but the match was amazing. So, you know, that match with that story, I think could have killed it.
1: That's probably why the story with Converse kind of was so lackluster because I had to come up with something completely different. I sort of took elements from the the church storyline I was originally gonna do and just applied it to there, but uh, mm. I didn't put in as much effort as I would have because at that point I was so done with booking. But yeah, yeah.
0: I think one of my favorite moments of like August to December <laughs> of your booking happened where like I think Dobby's in an interview and he he just loudly proclaims that. He and Kenna are gonna main event execution.
1: Oh yeah, I knew that. I would probably make people cringe or something. But... Uh, I
0: think yeah. the other one was, was when... it was gonna lead to their... I, I think it was the gonna lead to build, Miles <laughs> and Love say they're gonna run the tournament and meet in the finals.
1: Uh yeah, none of that happened. There's just like seeds just being planted along the way where you know, Kenna would start to doubt Dobie and. I think it could have been something great, but obviously, some people view it differently, which I don't blame them. I don't, I don't have any hard feelings towards mm. people hating the church. It's definitely an out of this world idea, I guess. Yeah, not too out of this world like the time travel storyline, but uh, <laughs>
0: definitely,
1: definitely something unique.
0: I mean, so do you think there's because that's I I feel like that the church as a gimmick kind of pushes towards that entertainment aspect of wrestling. Do you think there's room to kind of play it both um, in MWA? Or do you think that it's in kind of CT's best ideas to kind of try and stick to the sports aspect as much as they can?
1: I think that's why I tried, attempted to do it. I think it was really just a test run to see, like, could I still have these entertainment aspects uh, sort of tie in with, uh, you know, the sports side of things with uh how J- japan views wrestling and uh new mm-hmm. japan does it sometimes i think they're having like this comedic host for wrestle kingdom and uh <laughs> and, and then you know you have the, you have the whole yano uh toriano gimmick mm-hmm. that's sort of an entertainment aspect so there's 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 tad bits of uh entertainment aspects woven within uh taking it like serious but uh uh, from now on, I think with this new CT, I'm, I think they're very focused. On making it, you know, yeah. Japan-esque in terms of their wrestling. And do I do I think that's a bad idea? And not really. Uh, they can. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea, but uh, do I think they could uh, tie in some entertainment aspects? Maybe it's also only up to them. Uh, but yeah, I definitely see. From the time I've spent with them booking the final months, uh, it's definitely clear to me that they're very, you know, serious side of wrestling driven. So, yeah.
0: I mean, I I wouldn't say it's impossible for it to work, but I think you really have to, you'd really have to work and work on it to kind of hit that balance of making it kind of entertainment while still making it serious and having it just work in all senses.
1: Yeah, uh, the church storyline. Yeah, it, it spread from like March to November, so that's mm. like yeah. how many months? Eleven. That's like eight months. That's I think for as long as it lasted, I think I considered it a success, even though it ended up abruptly. But yeah,
0: yeah, it was a it was a weird tag team breakup, and I kind I can kind of see why now. Um, back at Heatwave. because it was kind of just like. Atom was leaving, and then Dobby and Kenna was just kind of like, this is it. And yeah, it just kind of happened.
1: Yeah, that that was just like uh, last minute. like mm. I don't know what to do here. People don't like it, so I have to come up with something where, you know, it's not like the casual, like someone turns on another. It's like a mutual split. Yeah. And so, because at that point, I was establishing relationships between wrestlers. Yeah. And so if I ever wanted to revisit Ken and Dobie, uh they have that connection and then I would be able to come back to it, but uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, so um, I guess towards the end of the year, you have Kong's amazing title reign. Um, he defends against the anti-hero, then Miles, then Mem, then Kenna, and then me at execution.
1: Uh, yeah, the the tower... Okay, the tower wasn't long-term plan. I was really booking month by month at that point. Mm. Uh, the only, like, match I had basically set in stone was you versus him for execution. Because mm. uh, I think that story needed to be told. Uh, with the addition of you retiring, I just thought that would be a perfect ending. But, uh, yeah. you know, you sort of stuck around... Uh, <laughs> But I I don't really blame you, I don't care. uh... Yeah, it
0: was a weird decision to make. I think, it because I didn't know until I won the Pandora Gauntlet. And I kind of thought, oh, this last goal of mine is kind of doable, you know. And even after that, there were a bunch of discussions about kind of like the story. And like, uh, just my my life. (laughs) All of that uh, that came into it. That I had with the new CT. Because I think, yeah, you gave them the... Finishes for execution, just so that they could kind of land on their own two feet and book how they wanted.
1: Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know why I didn't tell you what you were gonna do for your last match. Just sort of just sort of just didn't. But uh, yeah, I I I I don't I don't really care. Uh, I don't know if I can go into like what I would have done because uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if the new CT is gonna. I think I only told them one thing I would have done because if I still I think I told them like what I would do personally for the XC6 main event but uh they clowned me for it so I'm not gonna
0: what was
1: it what was it should I say it I don't know if I should say it it,
0: uh, (laughs) no regret because
1: then if it because uh okay fine uh okay uh the original XC6 main event was going to be uh Kong uh obviously walking in as champion. So I think at that... I don't know if I was going to have him drop it at any point before XC6. But, uh, okay, this is the part where I'm probably going to get clowned on. It's supposed to be Kong versus Miles again. Uh, And I've gotten told uh, that it's been seen a lot already, which, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's understandable. But I think at at that point, it's been like a full year because I I was going to have Kong or Miles basically uh basically be in the same ring or come into contact with one another at any point. And so yeah. it would have been not only a heel winning the Rumble for like the first time since 2017, but uh it w- and then I, obviously I would have had Miles beat Kong there. Cause I do feel like his title ring got cut short because of the trick stuff. Mm. Uh so it's it really sort sort of been made I up can, per-
0: I can definitely see where they're coming from with that. Um I'm g i am to... I'll have to shoot them a message and check that that's not what they're actually planning. But, uh, it's
1: not. It's not. Yeah. It's not what they're planning. I, I, I do know what they have in store, but uh, obviously I'm, I'm not going to tell you. It could change. Oh. But uh, uh, yeah, they have a few matches planned, but uh, I should probably not speak any more about that. So,
0: Yeah, so um, I mean, it still would have been an amazing main event. And I definitely get you about having a heel win the Rumble um <clears throat> yeah we had kong we had drix before that it was uh mem then love yeah
1: yeah it's another m winning the rumble but you know <laughs> heal i think i think yeah i don't now know Mati's what winning it I, instead Oh, that, that was, uh, I don't think I told them that. Uh, that was another consideration as well, Kong versus Maddie. Ooh. Uh, but Kong versus Miles was probably the one I was yeah. holding on doing, but...
0: That would also be amazing, but I, I, I feel like that's definitely not going to happen, two CT members in the main event. They—they. They, I think they definitely yeah. want to go away from that. Yeah.
1: I should probably shut up now about it, so, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Before we accidentally leak the actual main event, um... So, yeah, add execution. Or, I guess at Pandora, you come back, you announce the national championship. And then uh, I, I assume there's nothing too amazing to say about that. Let me know.
1: Uh, it was just, you know, I want I wanted at that point, you know how New Japan barely uh, books singles matches without titles on the line? Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted singles matches to mean a lot more at that point. Yeah. Because, you know, having like these random feuds happening, it it bothered me. And so if it was just an easy way, you know, get another match on the card and have it be a title match, something that people care about and have those singles matches have a lot more importance and a lot more stake, I should say, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then add execution, you sat ringside with me for Mem versus JD. Got a front row seat and then you uh you uh, hit with the hallucinator.
1: Well I'll tell you this right now, I wasn't really paying attention to the match, but uh I was uh watching uh Hassan Packer on Twitch but uh <laughs> uh, uh but I, I I sort of tuned in every now and then. Uh I I watched like the final few minutes of it. Mm. But um yeah, that was uh that was an idea I came up with uh a few weeks before uh with uh, stuff that happened uh after the match Cause symbolically, you know, me handing the, you know,
0: national
1: mm. over the reins of, you know, ownership to them and also just, you know, in kayfabe wise, me handing over the I would I would never uh have you know, strap the title around men's waist and, you know, it would have it at this point, do if I ever did come back, uh that would probably be a a moment to come off of. Uh but you know, I also view that as like sort of a conclusion to that uh mm-hmm. feud.
0: I think when you consider things, you know, you like as a career, the match with love is the last chapter, then that epilogue going back to men um it, it i i think it leaves it in a nice way you know it um it leaves it open-ended to a degree you know if you came back i think everyone would still love to see that match be it like a year down the line be it like two years down the line whenever it happens you know um and yeah i guess that that's the end of it
1: yeah um i guess i should probably explain why i i don't feel like i should come back uh or I don't want to come back. There's a bunch of like, you know, originally, I promised Drix that after Extreme Chaos, I would walk away like he did. And uh, obviously I had to stick around more because of the booking side of things. So I already went against him with that. And and just the fact that, you know, the perfect ending, that's like something I don't think I can ever top. Yeah. and It's just the fact that, you know, I don't want to get like too depressing here, but like the fact like, Drix can't return because of you know him being blind, I don't I don't feel comfortable. I don't think he like cares that much, but I just don't feel comfortable, you know, me having the capacity to return, even though we had the promise that we would probably never but uh and it's just the fact that uh, I'm just tired out after almost we're approaching six years and in- three months I mean, and you, uh,
0: you more than deserve the rest man
1: <laughs> yeah I, I i think i i've done my part and it's just time to you know move on mm. uh going to college soon so
0: hell yeah awesome pretty yeah. yeah yeah that is the career of milky right there um i had a question like 30 seconds ago it's gone <laughs> i can't remember what i was gonna ask uh was there so was there planned for Drix to be um special ref uh, special guest referee at me versus Kong?
1: Uh he suggested the idea to me. Uh I was I wasn't too sure. Mm. Uh there the contract signing you guys that he was supposed to moderate that, but you know, unfortunately yeah. that didn't happen. <clears throat> uh I think it would definitely added more to this the story between you and Kong. Yeah. But in the end it worked it it was good enough. Uh, that was definitely one of the one of the main driving, or one of the main factors that you know kept me booking until the end. But because uh, I was really looking forward to booking all that. But uh, yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, um also at execution. I don't know if you heard, but oh, step back into the ring. What are your opinions on that?
1: Kind of questioning why he didn't message me. Mm. Uh, oh, well, you know, man, we've, we've been through it all. Uh, this is going to come off as terrible. I, I'm, I'm joking, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love you all. Uh, I don't want to seem like a dick, but, uh, I'm very, very, very exciting. Uh, I, I, I felt like I've always, uh, you know, I don't, I think I, if I remember, I think them three went to old and asked them to the return. Uh, I don't feel comfortable in, you know, forcing people out of retirement. I think the only person I really did that with was Jiggy, but
0: uh,
1: <laughs> other than that, I feel like if you come to me, uh, I'll, I'll be more than willing to do that. I think he actually was planning on doing it, but, you know, new CT and all. So
0: mm. well, I don't know if the new CT is like that, but that's a message to everyone in the retirement home. Uh, DM them. You never know. Do you feel like... Um, say like a year ago or whenever. Old messages are you saying that he wants to come back? What a, do you do? You have an idea of some of the things that you might have done with him?
1: Well, I think the obvious one is probably old versus Kong. I think there's mm-hmm. that story there that's from like interview they had uh, during the Extreme Chaos build. Yeah. You know, Kong could probably you know be like, "You doubted me. Uh, let's let let's let's wrestle, I guess." And uh yeah, could have really that could have been good. Uh, yeah, some other ideas, uh, probably just you know, alt versus uh, I don't know, uh, Omega. That sounds Ooh. good. Uh, alt versus uh, who else? GD. Uh, that w- I think that would be pretty good as well. That would be a great one. Uh, alt versus Love mm. alt versus basically anyone except yeah. for except for uh Boston but we won't get into that so well
0: i don't know if you, i don't know how often you check general but boston is retired now
1: oh did he actually
0: yeah he uh, he made an official message and everything so officially retired
1: oh well uh, thank you boston i guess
0: mm. um you watched yeah you watched the ultimate series what how did you feel about his run in the ultimate series
1: um, uh, his match with Maddie was probably, it sh- It shocked me how good it was, uh, mm. I didn't expect it to be, uh, I expected him to, like, you know, sort of borrow, uh, or be, you know, the old school, like, 2017-esque, where, you know, th- doesn't know how to do slash sit slash lay, all that crap, mm. and I guess he still started to learn over time. But he wasn't that at that point yet. Uh, do I think he could have reached that point? Absolutely. But obviously, it takes time for someone who's so used to a certain style yeah. comes back two years later, and there's a bunch of different uh, elements at play. So,
0: all right. Um, is there anyone who is retired that you would have loved to bring back? I guess apart from old <laughs>
1: Um probably man. I think that I feel like
0: Yeah.
1: I think I he's definitely someone who uh I think I had a bunch of plans for him uh in twenty nineteen no not twenty nineteen, twenty twenty at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh it's supposed to be Man versus Kong for cool. the uh universal title eventually, but Yeah. But uh but a of unfortunately, uh I think he just, you know, With a mix of the xc stuff because you know uh you know he can hold grudges sometimes Mm. and uh and just i guess he just sort of lost passion i guess and i think when uh after i sent him the script with him dropping the case to steve because at that point he hadn't really shown up uh i think the last time he did actually show up for a match was when he retired many but uh at that point, I, th- I think that was like the breaking point where he just uh, decided to, you know, leave. But I would love to see him back. I think he's still definitely one of the best, in my opinion. But, you know.
0: Yeah, that would be amazing. It's kind of insane to me when you think about uh the list of people who stepped inside the ring in 2020 like you have you have to say it in a weird way for it to make sense but you know you've got ult on there you've got man on there you've got drix you, you it's like so many people like jd came back and mem came back and Manny came back and all of them just like insane when you think about it it i think it has to be the most stacked the roster has ever been
1: yeah it definitely is i did have a hard time booking uh from Heatwave to Execution just because of how, you know, mm. stacked it was and I'm I'm pretty sure uh, the new CT will, uh, you know, they might not experience it yet but uh, you know, there will come those times where it will probably get difficult and mm. I do wish them the best of luck though.
0: Yeah, so um, another question I had, um, what's the, what do you think is the, so how do I phrase, so like obviously when you're booking you have like kind of match ideas. Uh, you think of matches, and some of them obviously never get to happen. What do you think is the best match that never happened?
1: Ooh, that's that's uh, that's a tough question. Um, mm, well, Kong vs. EQ did happen. Can that does that count for like MWA, or does that does that have to be something completely different?
0: Kong versus EQ.
1: Yeah, th- that happened, but like.
0: I, I in MWA, it happened hasn't in happened. Indies, I don't think. Yeah, it
1: never happened in MWA. Uh, well then, probably uh Kong versus JD. I think that's.
0: Ooh, yeah. I
1: I I was I wanted to do that match, but it just didn't work out. So.
0: I've been wanting that match since uh, since JD came back, but um, <laughs> unfortunately, I I took the title from Kong. So. <laughs> what can you? Uh, know? maybe
1: maybe uh. Doc versus Sir, I think would be a great match as well.
0: Ooh, that's an interesting one.
1: I'm joking, Cruz. I I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, Doc was a great wrestler, and uh, you know, Sir was. No,
1: he wasn't.
0: <laughs> no. He Doc was, a, he was, Doc an was trash. Of the lucha style.
1: Sir was decent. I was kind of upset that he, uh, that he left. Yeah. Oh, another one. Uh, beatups versus Whipper.
0: Oh, I, that will happen, I reckon, down the line.
1: That's definitely a a dream match of mine. I'm a big Whipper guy, but you know.
0: Mm. I mean, do you watch much Ascension?
1: <laughs> uh, no. Uh, Me neither. So. But I just know, I just know of three people: Jasper, Topol, and Whipper. Those are the oh, and also Tara. I think that's a that's how you say her name, but yeah, Tara's back. that,
0: uh, Yeah. So, yeah. Um, are there any more points you wanted to hit?
1: Uh, I think that's everything.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I guess, uh, What. what's your favorite moment, uh, kind of, on the server, booking, whatever it may be?
1: Uh, definitely the first half of 2020. I think that's, like, mm. the peak of uh, my booking. Yeah. particularly uh, I just think the amount of stories that happened uh, just that just that first half was just incredible but obviously I'm not the one to judge but it's definitely one of my favorite favorite yeah. periods of time of you know being an owner and wrestling
0: uh, <laughs> going off topic what do you think of the wrestle kingdom car uh
1: very underwhelming uh (laughs) i i I just hate the idea of two nights of wrestle kingdom last year worked but Mm. i guess they sort of had to do it this year to make up for you know covid and not being able to reach full capacity of the dome so yeah hopefully hopefully this is the final year because well this card is a lot shorter than last year's so i think it's only like six matches per card. i think
0: yeah i think they're trying to limit themselves to six matches where they can they did it through the g1 i think the only time they didn't was when they did those like double best of the super juniors world tag league shows but like who really cares Uh,
1: yeah yeah um i'm only looking forward to like okada osprey obviously and i think like naito Ibushi. but other than that maybe kento versus kojima i think kojima's gonna you know shock a lot of people but kojima's actually pretty decent
0: uh, you big fan of AEW Dynamite?
1: <laughs> uh no, uh, I, 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 I. There's nothing I can really say about that. Uh, I do know. I think did they post the postpone the uh, the holiday shows to I think next year because yeah, of Brody so Lee? They, they moved all
0: the the holiday stuff back one week because of uh, Brody Lee, and they redid redid the card.
1: Oh, that reminds me. I, I, there was a. I think yesterday I saw that Wrestle Kingdom was cancelled, and I was kind of confused.
0: It's and, uh, not, I I don't know what's going on with that. I know Japan's COVID stuff is a bit uh, ropey. I don't. So I saw Chris Charlton say no, which I trust him, but uh, yeah, I, I think there was something yeah, with I, ticket sales and like attendance stuff like that that they can't do. I don't really know. We'll see.
1: I just I just saw it trending, and I was like, well. If it was canceled, it would be on like the NGBW Twitter or on their website. But I saw nothing, so I was like, "It's kind of confused," but it kind of worries me though that we might be going back to. I think all the foreigners may not be allowed back in after Wrestle Kingdom, so who knows? Mm,
0: I really hope that, like, I guess, kind of, when it all happened, I hope by the end of the year it will be over. And clearly, it is um, worse than before, which is amazing.
1: Covid's running wild in America. I don't know how bad it is in the UK, but Jesus,
0: mm, it's we're at the point now. It's like worse than it was the first time around, and they're trying to argue to keep schools open. It's just like, what's going on here? You know, like who is, who's in charge? Please.
1: <laughs> yeah, America's just trash. Uh, I don't want to go on my political rant, so I'll <laughs> I'll back down right now. But Jesus, this country.
0: Save is it for IRL talk. Whack.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So yeah, I I believe that brings us to the end of it. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say?
1: Please be nice. Uh, uh, this is the, the my first time really talking. Well, not talking, but uh, in a call with the MWA peeps. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time I talked, I got freaking clowned for it. So you know i'm very self-conscious about this stuff maybe
0: hey, you sound great man. <laughs> to those in
1: the to, the to those in the discord uh you better i'm not going to talk ever again so uh yeah <laughs>
0: it's your first and last chance
1: to ghost everyone after this so
0: all right so that is it um yeah thank you so much for joining me on the podcast milky Next week is, oh, God, I don't don't know. (laughs) I don't know who's on the podcast next week. I don't know if there is a podcast next week. We'll find out next week. Um, Oh, yeah, and Warfare's tomorrow. We return. Show up for that. I'm excited. No. Oh. (laughs) Anyways, thank you again, Milky. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you later. Good night.